today we come to the concluding chapter of the letter to the Hebrews. Chapter 13 presents some various final conclusions and exhortations to the believers flowing out of all the teaching and warning that the author has done now for 12 chapters. Uh, so let's think quickly about some of the exhortations we find here. Early in this chapter, first of all, the author says something interesting in verse 2. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Well, that's a startling statement, at least to me it is. It seems as though the author of Hebrews may have in his mind the story from Genesis 18, where some angels from the Lord appeared to Abraham disguised as men, and while Abraham uh, and Sarah showed them great hospitality, they repeated the promise from God to him uh, that he and Sarah would conceive and bear a son the next year. In fact, I, I believe one of those was a theophany of a pre-incarnate Christ with two angels there with him. Uh, it's, it's difficult to know exactly what to do with this exhortation based on such a possibility other than simply to obey it and know that God can bring great blessing to us because, because of it, even through angels, though unawares to us. Uh, I, I mentioned this verse because it, it, it has intrigued many, and I simply believe it because the Bible says it, and I've never found a reason to doubt it. So take that for what it's worth. Secondly, be content with what you have. That's another exhortation we find here. I want you to consider the reasoning in verse 5. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I've, I've, I've said before that it's important in reading your Bibles to take careful notice of all the connector words, like therefore, for, because, so that, for this reason, words like that. These are the words that make the points that the author is trying to make. And in this case, the reason he urges for us to keep ourselves free from the love of money and to be content with what we have is because for God has already told us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. If we have the Lord and his nearness to us, we have more than money can buy and more comfort than any earthly possession can give. If you don't believe it, you either don't know God or you haven't thought about it enough. Well, finally, I love the final benediction to this letter. After spending a chapter exhorting the, the believers to do this or that, he now prays God's blessing and provision for all of them. His basic prayer is that, in verse 21, God would equip you with everything good that you may do his will. But this basic request is couched in the most assuring promises and realities. The most assuring promise is the fact that God will absolutely grant us these things because it is grounded in his uh, verse 20, an eternal covenant put into effect by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep. In eternity past, our triune God covenanted to redeem a people uh, out of their sins. This would require the humbling of the Son to take on human flesh and ultimately give his very life for the people. And now because Jesus has fulfilled every obligation necessary for God the Father to fulfill his eternal covenant to save his people from their sins. When we pray and ask God to provide what we need to persevere in faith, we can know that he will answer that prayer because of his covenant to save us uh, for all eternity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Verse 21. It's truly breathtakingly consider what all is meant when we confess that we are saved by the grace of God. Those are a few thoughts from Hebrews 13. With that, we conclude this great letter.